0: You're listening to Watching Friends. Welcome back to Watching Friends. We've made it to season four, episode 12, The One with the Embryos. Hi, I'm Ryan. Ooh, that's interesting. And I'm Mark,
1: and if we win, we get your apartment.
0: <gasps> I mean, we've all been waiting for it. It's this episode. Everyone I know loves this episode. It's just excitement.
1: Yeah, the, the title of the episode, the one with the embryos, doesn't match with the story too much. Like, obviously, that happens in this. But the, the apartment stuff is such a bigger deal in terms of, like, my, my thoughts and feelings of the, the show overall. Yep. That I feel like it should have been, you know, the one where they swap apartments or something.
0: I feel like if you screenshotted the quiz board that Ross makes and then screenshotted Phoebe chatting to the embryos in the Petri dish and said, are these the same episode? People would have been like, eh. like yeah. yeah, they'd just be like, no, Maybe. But before I get carried away and run away with the episode, uh, we would also like to thank our patrons. We've got Jonathan, Paul, Katerina and Deborah. Uh, Again, you guys are over there enjoying all our exclusive
1: Patreon content uh, and help make this
0: show possible. So uh, we thank you.
1: Yeah, just as of uh, recording this episode, we have just recorded Joey episode seven. If you want to hear even more content, you can help support us. And, you know, our patrons help us uh, to bring you this podcast. Without them, we couldn't do it.
0: I've been thinking that we always say to people, go back us on Patreon. And now I'm like, what if we just teased the FOMO into our listeners and we're like, no, 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 you can't listen to Joey. And then <laughs> we're going we to get FOMO and then go subscribe.
1: Yeah, because Joey's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like it's, you know, I remember at the time people were pretty down on it, but we've actually been enjoying the first few episodes. We've like, actually, this is better than, you know, we remember it or it has any right to be. So Uh. you
0: should join us over on Patreon and then you can enjoy it with us. I thought you were going to add to that, Mark. (laughs) 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 Well, let's get into it. Um, So, it's early morning as we pan gently across the girls' living room. Uh, The chick can be heard announcing the arrival of rosy-fingered dawn as Monica and Rachel come out of their rooms wondering what the hell is going on.
2: are really not a morning person. She's back and... off. <laughs> get up, get up. Get up. What is that noise? You. <laughs> it's the chick. She's going through some changes. What kind of changes? Well, the vet seems to think that she's becoming a rooster. We're getting a second opinion. Yeah,
1: going for some, that's a pretty big change. That is. I mean, some animals do that, but uh, chicks and roosters don't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm going to go where that tangent was going to take me.
0: I'm <laughs> definitely putting the tangent back in the box. Um, yep, and then we got our titles. Um, it's 8 a.m. And I got excited, Mark, because the show has actually stated the time of day for once
1: yeah, we we need to have a look more if there's actually clocks in the apartments. I'm sure there are clocks around, but yeah, you never know if it's more. And there's there's been an episode I watched recently where I'm like, wow, everyone is up so early just hanging out at the apartment together. Like, why are they doing that? No. I mean, I wonder what time, like, the average job starts in New York. Well, it's, you it's you probably like nine, your, right? Well, yeah, you assume it's nine. So you're probably getting up before seven so you can get on the subway and everything. Depends how far away the job is, but yeah. Yeah, still. I mean, yeah. So we know this, though, Mark,
0: because Rachel gets home to find Chandler, Ross, and Phoebe at her table, and Ross asks why she's been shopping at eight a.m. Uh, she explains she's been up since six because of someone's dumbass rooster.
1: Yeah, like you know, if you've ever lived in a country where roosters are around, they are very noisy. They are That's noisy. All you hear everywhere.
0: Yep i mean like my an ex-girlfriend lived in like the middle of like the welsh countryside so roosters are everywhere but i weirdly associate roosters with weddings because all my friends that get married seem to get married in like countryside estates that like big fancy places and then we'll get a hotel room and it will be near well it won't be a hotel it'll be like a bed and breakfast or something and then roosters everywhere and i'm hungover, and that goes off at six and i'm very much channeling racial energy at that point (laughs) (laughs)
2: let's
0: just get rid of it um Phoebe uh, tells Chandler that animals really shouldn't be in the apartment, to which Rachel adds, especially not with all these knives and cookbooks around. Uh, mean, but funny. And uh, some more miscreant comedy appreciation for me there, Mark. Yep. It's always understated, as we always say. Uh, but Phoebe's got a big day. Uh, she's off to find out if her endometrial layer is thick. Because in case you've forgotten, she's going to carry her brother's babies.
1: I'm definitely like Chandler. Like just the, the, the wording of all that, endometrial layer, like just... Yeah, it's, yeah. Just sounds gross. Don't need to know. Um, yeah. I know it's not, but uh yeah, it's just, yeah. Just, I mean, endometrial just sounds like you don't want to look at it. <laughs> I, yeah, but I think it's the adding of the word layer when someone goes, "Oh, there's a layer of it." You're like, oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't look up what it was. I assume it's just the lining of the uterus, so that you know you can stick yeah. the eggs in. But you know, and what endo means skin. So I don't know, or tissue. But still, let's not get into that. We're not a science podcast. Uh, fee's leaves as Joey and Monica come in and the gang get into a debate over who knows whom better. Do the boys know more about the girls or is it the other way around? Uh, to prove it, the boys bet $10 that they can guess the remaining contents of Rachel's bag after Chandler correctly guesses that she has a half-eaten box of cookies in there.
2: Oh, yeah? Ross, how many items left in that bag? Five. Okay, 10 bucks says that we can name every item in that bag. <laughs> how many guesses do you get? Six. Challenge extended. Deal. Challenge accepted. All right, we'll start with apples. We'll be starting with apples. Stop that now. Yes. Okay, uh, tortilla chips. Yogurt. Diet soda. Yes, yes, yes. Orange juice? No, there's no oranges in there. We win. <laughs> okay, have another guess. Okay, well we won that one. Okay, the last thing. Oh, 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 oh! No, no, not for like another two weeks. I got it. Scotch. No, she would buy scotch tape. Well, we used up theirs last night making scary faces.
1: (laughs) Now, Ryan, I'm going to jump in here. Uh, They refer to not for another two weeks. What is that?
0: I believe they're referring to the girls' menstrual
1: cycles. Yes. Um, I think men are always fascinated what women have in their handbags because men typically live out of a tiny little square folded bit of leather and that is it. Yeah, pretty much. And yet, you know... You see a lot of people with handbags that are huge and heaving with something. You're like what? what's in there? Like, okay, you've got your phone, you've got your purse. What else do you need? And it's true that there will be all sorts of crap in there. You know, I don't understand about female fashion.
0: Clutch purses. Yes it's basically a big wallet without a strap you can't put it on and hold it and i wind up holding it half the time while they do whatever it is they're doing
1: <laughs> are you are you holding it at arms and so people know that you're not gay unless <laughs> you
0: put it down stand over it the manliest of men yes because <laughs> like, yeah, that's what you see when you think when you see me but yeah but no anyway, i just yeah it's, it is weird i mean i tend to live out of a wallet or a backpack there's no in between for men is there there's just like whole bag or wallet
1: yeah i i, I guess i I think feel like if you've got a backpack, you probably have like a jumper or something in there. Um, but yeah, like women's bags will have all sorts of weird, random stuff in there, and it depends, you know, if they've got kids and stuff like that, because the the weird stuff gets even weirder then.
0: I mean, I was going to say there's no random stuff in my wallet, and then realised that there is. There's a rose quartz crystal that's on a necklace that my girlfriend gave me uh, that broke. And it's in my wallet, so I don't lose it, and I keep meaning to get it fixed and haven't. So there is actually random stuff in there, but if else in my wallet is what you'd expect: ID cards, cash.
1: Because I remember in the eighties, like a lot of men didn't even have wallets; they would just have an elastic band wrapped around the <laughs> notes, and like the coins would just be in your pocket, and like that's all you needed. And you obviously didn't have a phone back then. No, nope. like you know, you you look at especially when you look at people now when they have uh, like slim jeans on the stuff. It's like very slim legs, and then it's like bulky hip areas because you've got your massive phone in there yeah. your wallet your probably like tissues or whatever else you carry with you um yeah it's, it's kind of interesting like how much we now carry on ourselves my friend
0: at work uh, always buys nice jeans that cost a pretty penny and he has a large phone and he, he's got tired of when he puts his phone in his pocket it will leave like a stress outline okay. after like months of <laughs> use i guess so he's bought a little what, like belt clip holster thing for his phone and I have told him that I've challenged myself that I'm going to practice pickpocketing to get the phone out of his little holster without him noticing.
1: That's not my phone, Ryan. It's not going well. (laughs) 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 That sounds sounds a bit like sexual assault happening. (laughs) I mean... I actually well he, he listens to the podcast
0: so I'm not going to tell him just to the plan so no he will, he will find out one day when he just sees me standing there holding his phone Okay, but I'm going to practice it's my, it's my new hobby I picked luck picking during the pandemic and now I've got pickpocket in my friend's phone <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, is this what you need to do to survive
0: <laughs> you know what If I I would I would pickpocket anyone and then give him back I just want the skill I don't want to steal anything I just want the skill to do, do you know it if, if I saw a police photo of you I'd definitely be like
1: yeah he's definitely a pickpocket
0: <laughs> how rude I don't know what a lot of crime, I think I'd be doing, disturbance of the peace. Yeah. No, we don't call it that anymore. Breach of the peace.
1: You would definitely be uh, part of the uh, just stop oil protests.
0: Yeah, but using the clip where the protest an oil truck and it's got vegetable oil in yes. it. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: idiots. Anyway, that's, that's enough tangent. Um, as you would expect, though, Monica does not take losing well.
1: Well, I I want to talk about like how they guessed everything correctly. Like that was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I guess that's the point, isn't it? Like, they know, they like, know they the know. girls well. Like, the Scotch tape thing was, was very clever, very funny. Like, oh, we used all this last night, so of course she's going to buy some. Yeah. But yeah, why's she got potato chips in there?
0: I don't know. But yeah. Um, I do like the, how efficient Rachel is. Like, the Scotch tape ran out yesterday. Buy a new Scotch tape today. Yeah. I don't do that.
1: No, you, you'd go to find the Scotch tape and go, it's all gone. Crap.
0: Crap. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she doesn't take it uh, well. Um, and Monica and Rachel want a rematch. But this time, there should be real personal questions. And the winner gets $100. Sounds good. Do you reckon we could do this? Who do you think would know? Do you think I know you better or you know me
1: better? I, well, I definitely know you better because you tell us all the tangents. So I could tell you all the stories about you.
0: That's a fair point. I, oh. mean,
1: I mean, even our listeners probably know you better. <laughs> I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Game's over. Um, they decide that Russ can write the questions, but he takes umbrage with this, you know, as if he's just free to do it. He's got a job and a kid. Um So they decide to ask Phoebe instead, at which point Russ gets a big dose of FOMO and decides that he wants to play.
1: Yeah, I feel like I would want to be involved in the question answering rather than the question giving.
0: I mean, I probably want to be involved in some way other than not. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, Russ is a dork though, anyway, So he definitely likes writing the questions. He definitely would take to it um we now joined phoebe frank jr and alice who i am embarrassed to say his name i had to look up um i was like what's thingy's mum from 70 show called in the show and i couldn't i was sat there going no mrs something no can't call her that anymore and i could not remember what she was called so i googled it and yeah she's called alice but i had completely forgotten i'll be honest did you remember she was called Alice?
1: Yes, I remember she was called Alice. Yeah, I remember she was called Alice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely not Alice. Hey, all our me. listeners are shouting at you right now.
0: Probably. Um, but they're at the clinic um, as the stakes are raised elsewhere as well.
2: You do five because that gives you a 25% chance that at least one will attach. That's it? 25%? That, that means that it's like 75% chance of no baby at all? Yeah, you know, I was thinking, what are the odds like if, if like you stuff like 200 of them in there? <laughs> sweetie. Now, she's a woman, not a gumball machine. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Don't worry, you guys, because I'm, I'm going to do this as many times as it takes to get it right. So... Well, see, the, the thing is, we, we only we kind of only have one shot. Um, it, it, it costs $16,000 each time you do this. <laughs> so, um, we're kind of using all the money we have to do it just this one time. Whoa! That's... Okay, that's a lot of pressure on me and my uterus. So, well, okay, so is maybe there's something that I can do, you know, just to, like, help make sure I get pregnant. No, I'm sorry. Wow, you guys really don't know anything. I know. Why don't you get drunk? That worked for a bunch of girls in my high school.
0: Frank Jr. is so dumb, but I love that joke. Yeah, <laughs> It's ridiculous. Look, $16,000 is a ridiculous amount of money. It is. Like, that is insane. Like, I know America and healthcare could be a whole episode in itself, but... I mean, I mean
1: f- yeah, f- fertility treatment is hugely expensive. And most of the time, people have to do this multiple times. And um, it might not even work then. Yep. And, yeah, I've, I've you know, known people who know people who've, who've done this. And, like, yeah, they have spent a huge fortune trying to have children, which is is quite sad in a lot of ways. Like, you... See, a lot of people who have children who don't want them, and they did it for free. Yep. And then you've got people who are like crazy for kids and would be great parents who have to spend a fortune and it doesn't work out. Same with, with Monica and Chandler. Yeah. Eventually, right.
0: I mean, in the UK, it's around £5,000 per attempt. Um, you get one attempt for free under the NHS. Okay. Uh, and after that, it's money, money, money. Yeah. Which is, yeah, just weird. I would happily pay a bit more tax to make IVF free. I think that be, you know, the government yeah. should do that. I'd pay, give me, I'll give you an extra tenner a month, let people have babies, yep. and then make them back a test before they can have babies because some parents are terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, you know, in a in a weird world, you'd be like, you know, you have to take, a, you don't have to take tests on dogs, but normally like you're vetted and stuff for like. Uh, you have to take a test to drive a car and start, but like, babies, no, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, it's like, there's an open flame. Can baby play near it? No. <laughs> where, 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 whereas I don't think we should go full demolition man style of like, you know, you have to earn your, your right to have children. I feel like that could be quite oppressive.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe just do like a course.
1: I feel I feel like if you like on the Jeremy Carl shows, with you're like eighth abortion and you're like 20th kid, then yeah, may, maybe... uh you know, you've had too many taken away from you.
0: <laughs> oh, they're just going to start sterilizing Jeremy Cole people. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: well, I think, I think, I think, I think that's what a lot of people think,
0: right? Because, I love it. We've gone from imp- like, no, a test to be oppressive to sterilize them.
1: No, I, I think there's de- <laughs> there's definitely people who are like, can be great parents and definitely people who shouldn't have kids. And it, and sometimes it can just be down to how well can you look after them? Not just in general, but can you afford to look after them? Yes, yeah, true. Because, you know, looking looking after children if you have like the means and time and funds and all that stuff like you can give them a great life but if you don't it's it's really difficult and it's is really sad about there are children out there who don't have a great start in life and they can turn out to be great people eventually hopefully but yeah i think having a kid is a big deal and there there was actually a podcast this gonna be my tangent i was listening to where there was like you know people with uh, dogs or cats or animals and they're like this is like a, a child to me they're like you have never had a child if you had a child you would realize having a dog is nothing like having a child at all like having a dog's fantastic and fun having a child is a million times harder
0: yeah like, i wouldn't think they'd be comparable to be fair no but still i mean i probably would not make my kitty off a bowl in the floor even if <laughs> <laughs> i a call from social services but still um but back at the apartment uh, the girls, well, the gang are chatting about how Thieves could be pregnant, and how it's you know time for a deep, reflective conversation. Nope, the quiz is ready. Forget pregnancy,
1: Mark. Yeah, I think we should do that. Like, you know, she's she's only like just gone there. It's not not time to get into those discussions yet. Well, they, they're like,
0: oh man, it's just a life changing event, and then the second the quiz is ready, they're like, forget that.
1: Like, no one cares. Well, I kind of think that we've like like our friendship groups, like there's there's definitely those who have kids and those that don't. And I think that those that don't, and there's certainly more people in the world who are like, you know, what, I'm never going to have children. I'd rather enjoy my life and have fun. Or maybe, you know, we don't need to bring more people into the world. And yeah, those without kids, like are just totally not understanding of those with kids a lot of the time. Yeah. It's I mean, like, I'm free. I, I want to do stuff. They're like, yeah, it doesn't work that way for, for look, us. I have a whole life I have to look after. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. And I think the gang are like that. You know, they're, they're in their... The late 20s at this point like they're going to have to think about kids at this point in time right
0: that's fair um, the boys win the coin toss mark and they get to answer the first question Now, uh, this is kind of a long clip but mostly because I was scared the fans would kill me if I cut any of it out
1: yes definitely
2: gentlemen pick your category fears and pet peeves what is Monica's biggest pet peeve animals dressed as humans that's correct <laughs> Ladies? Same category. According to Chandler, what phenomenon scares the bejesus out of him? Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. That is correct. Ah! The Irish jig guy? His legs flail about as if independent from his body. (laughs) Gentlemen, your pick. It's all relative. Monica and I had a grandmother who died. You both went to her funeral. Name that grandmother. <laughs> Nana? She has a real name. <laughs> Althea! Althea! What are you doing? I took a shot. You're shooting with Althea? Uh, Althea is correct. My shooting! <laughs> Every week, the TV Guide comes to Chandler and Joey's apartment. What name appears on the address label? Chandler gets it! It's Chandler Bing! No! I'm afraid the TV Guide comes to Chanandler Bong. I knew that! Rachel, use your head! Actually, it's Miss Chanandler Bong
1: there's so much to talk about now i really wish i could articulate how amazing this is because i really wish every episode could be like this and i think it is a combination of the jokes like it's non-stop joke 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 every line is like extremely funny and worth a laugh it's the the way it bounces around the pacing of it just everything about this episode and this moment in particular is amazing um you know, Miss Chanana Bong gets born out of this. Yep. Like Again, I feel people have done that where they're like, no, it's Miss Chanana yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah, absolutely love the the way that, you know, Ross uh, is host and does the hosting stuff. And again, we get this in a, a later episode with uh, the Wicked Wengo cards and stuff like that. And Joey's, Joey's doing his hosting voice. Nice. Uh, I really love but It's just the the camaraderie of it all yeah they're also amazing.
0: invested yeah and like there's little turn of character things are well, like russ how seriously russ is taking it is very on brand and then when he cuts to moniker like rachel
1: use your head
0: And she's yeah. like an-
1: this annoying competitive teammate and it's just like yep i remember in our quiz that we did the friends quiz that's like two years ago at this point i guess yeah um you know jess was definitely looking at us as like if you get this wrong i'm gonna be oh yeah annoyed at you guys and it's like no we you know what we're, we're doing, doing. mostly. Definitely the moniker of the group.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it was just like, everyone can relate to the dynamic as well when Joey shoots at Althea. And Channel's like, you're shooting with Althea? And then it's right, and he goes, yay! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at a Lord of the Rings quiz the other day and there first questions where I'd be like, bam, and I'd smack the button. And they were like, what? What is it? And they'd get free world freak out and then it was correct. And I'd be
1: like, yay. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, trust me. But then you've got to be really careful with that because there will be that one time when you answer it too quickly and you're like, oh no, like, that is wrong. Like, I... I should have listened to the whole question first. Yep. But still. Um, Right. After all that
0: excitement, it's time for a little ad break.
1: So, Ryan, uh, the advert's been playing. Um, Have you been enjoying them? I have.
0: Uh, They're going to get better because now it's time for an advert of our
1: very own. Yeah. We're going to tell you about our Patreon if you haven't heard about it. Um, i'm sure you have done it's at patreon.com full slash watching friends and it's basically a way to help us support making this show
0: yes it does obviously cost things and if you can help us share that cost it means we can make you more content and continue this journey that we're on
1: so yeah you can support us for a pound a month a dollar a month for euro a month whatever your currency is and that will gain you access into the patreon or there is the five pound and up tier which gets you extra bonus content so extra episodes every month uh featuring us talking about the likes of joey and you know just random uh, friend stuff. So we did an episode recently where Ryan did a very difficult friends quiz so you can join him with that as well.
0: It was very difficult.
1: Um, and yeah, it allows us to bring you more content like this. So come join us.
0: Please do. Back with Thebes. And uh, she's in the doctor's room but she's not alone, Mark. Uh, the embryos are in a little Petri dish and she gives him a little pep talk and wishes him good luck, which is so adorably Phoebe. I just want to give her a hug.
1: Yes, I, I kind of feel like her talking over it is like... Gross. <laughs> what, like, like, like just, just all the spit and air and whatever. Like, no, don't. I want to keep that clean.
0: No, like, I that, didn't actually notice.
1: That's $16,000 right there. <laughs> if it had the lid on not. I'm assuming it probably does. But, but, but if still, it I doesn't, like, I'm kind of with you now. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're going to contaminate <laughs> $16,000. <000."
0: laughs> madness but yeah it's, it's very cute like I, it's just this whole thing is adorable from phoebe like we you know we get caught up in the like oh my god what a big life-changing event for Phoebe, but it's actually a really really sweet thing to do yeah exactly um now while this plot point i feel like should really be the focus of the episode you know the phoebe and the babies and it isn't everyone else is so good that it almost feels like phoebe's events in the episode are wasted Like, they could have had a whole, like, a really deep, like, heartfelt episode about this. But because it's combined with
1: the quiz, you just kind of like, yeah, whatever, Pheebs. I feel like the whole episode should have been the quiz. It could have gone so much deeper. And, yeah, like, when I'm thinking of the quiz episode, I am definitely not thinking about the embryos at all. Nope. And, again, like you said earlier, like, if you had a pitch up of the quiz, you'd be like, what's the title of this episode? You would not be the one with the embryos, unless, like, you're a big fan listening to the Watching Friends podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I, I always forget like it's part of this. I feel you're right. It should have been its own, yeah, in a, in a different episode where it has a bit more time to breathe because Friends does this with its shows where they have like their storylines which are like joke, 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 really funny. And then the, there's a serious storyline next to it. Yep. Um, but this is more of a sweet storyline and it kind of gets lost because of just like how brilliant the
0: other bits of the episode are. Yeah, like the, the the writers obviously touch on kind of fertility and stuff with Monica and Chandler much later on. um But that's doing, like you said, in like a very tense, dramatic way. Whereas this is just kind of heartwarming and sweet. And I guess I just felt like, you know, there wasn't really enough place for it. But I would have liked this to have been the focus of its own episode and then had like a really small subplot that was less interesting, I guess, off on the side.
1: Yeah, because as we've mentioned before, this came about because Lisa Kudrow was pregnant in real life. Mm-hmm. So you have to wonder, did they write the rest of this episode and they slotted this in later on? Or was it like, okay, you know, we know that the pregnancy is happening, we'll write the episode and also we'll write the the quiz show and everything else separately? Yeah. Um, because is it, at the time of writing it, was it seen like, well, we have to do this plot point, but it can be lesser because we're kind of having to do it?
0: Maybe it was one of those weird happy accidents where they knew they had to do this at ep- this plot point, and they were like, the gang need to do something else, what can the gang do? And then someone went, quiz! Yes. And then all of a sudden, you know, everyone remembers the quiz and forgets the actual reason they wrote the episode.
1: And we also get to keep the gang just in one place. Yeah. Make it nice and easy.
0: Um, back at the apartment, we have Quizmaster Ross. All things are tied, thanks to Monica knowing that Chandler's dad's all-male Las Vegas burlesque show is called What Mark.
1: Viva Las Gagas. Such a great name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could you get aware of that name now? I'd it, probably say
0: yeah and no. I feel like the people that we upset by it wouldn't be any part of the LGBT no. community. It would just be some middle-aged white professor from some American university who would find it offensive and try and get it cancelled on Twitter.
1: My, my point is that it's not that it's even it's offensive. It's very 90s. And I wonder, I wonder if you could come up with something cleverer now
0: i don't i mean i would if i was going to go to an all i would want it to be called this yeah because i would just spend the rest of the evening drunk on cosmopolitan <laughs> <aren't laughs>
1: i'd just be singing it all day it would be a lot of fun i would definitely still call it that because at this point we haven't even like really seen china's dad no and you know the there's always that little hints and stuff there like you're building up a picture in your mind which i think pays off really well when you do see china's dad yep um yeah, I, I love all the the little bits because they they do come out of nowhere. Because you're like Chandler's like normal; he's had a fairly normal life in a sense. And then all the dad stuff, you're like, no, that's that's too weird. But it's like, no, it all makes sense when it all comes together.
0: It does. It's, yeah, it's sprinkled in really well. Where you go, oh yeah, that's a thing. And then like I said, the payoff is perfection. Um. <laughs> I, don't remember, I just like myself laugh remembering uh, Chandler and Joe Goodacre when I said perfection. I was like, "What are we invent to describe something?" That <laughs> would be it's perfection.
1: Viva les would be perfection. perfection yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but now it's time, Mark, for the big bet.
2: Three hundred. My God, I'm just trying to spice it up. Okay, so then play for some pepper. Or stop spending my money. <laughs> I got it. How about if we win? They have to get rid of the rooster. Ooh, that's interesting. Hey, no way. That rooster's family. Throw in the duck, too. What do you have against the duck? It doesn't make any noise. Well, he gets the other one all riled up. Look, we are not... All right, hold on. The... If you win, we give up the bird. <laughs> but if we win, we get your apartment. ooh. <laughs> I don't know about this. Rachel, I have not missed one question the whole game. I own this game. Look at my hand. Why, do you have the answers written on there? (laughs) No, steady as a rock. Now, are you with me? All right, let's do it. Come on. Okay. All right, gentlemen, you're up first. Okay. Okay. You have 30 seconds. The lightning round begins. Stop it. Now, what was Monica's nickname when she was a field hockey goalie? Big fat goalie. Correct. <laughs> Rachel claims this is her favorite movie. Dangerous Liaisons. Correct. Her actual favorite movie is. Weekend at Bernie's. Correct. <laughs> In what part of her body did Monica get a pencil stuck at age fourteen? Oh. You know. <laughs> And Monica categorizes her towels. How many categories are there? Okay. Everyday use. Fancy. Guest. Fancy guest. Two seconds. Uh, uh, oh, Eleven. Eleven. Unbelievable. Eleven is correct. Yes! <laughs> All right. That's four for the guys. Ladies, you're up. All right, hi, come on, come, on. come on. Oh. <laughs> Thirty seconds on the clock. Five correct questions wins the game. The lightning round begins now. What is Joey's favorite food? Sandwiches. Correct. Chandler was how old when he first touched a girl's breast? 14? No, 19. Thanks, man. Joey had an imaginary childhood friend. His name was... Maurice. Correct. His profession was... Space cowboy. Correct. (laughs) What is Chandler Bing's job? it carries a briefcase. Ten seconds, you need this or you lose the game. It's um it has something to do with transponding. Oh, oh! Oh, he's a trans, trans- monster. <laughs> that's not even a word I <laughs> I can get this! I can get this <laughs> oh my
1: So in this episode we've got uh, Ooh, that's interesting. interesting. Miss Janine Le LeBong and Chris Ponston.
0: Yeah, my favourite quotable line from all of that is that's not even a word <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's, just the delivery is fantastic it, it could be the most quotable scene in all of Friends
1: Yeah, I I think there's a there's a lot to unpack in this. You know, there's a lot of information about every character that we learn very quickly. You know, when was the first time that Chandler touched a girl's breast? It's like fourteen. It's like no (laughs) nineteen. Thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, like that's really fun. Like just everything about it. And then like the way it just goes. What's Chandler Bing's job? You're like, oh, that should be easy. Like no one knows. And you ask anyone who's uh, a listener, what is his job? We don't know. He. Does data processing with the weenus like yeah. it's it's so nondescript
0: yeah like we never actually get a job title we get a job description yeah why don't we ever actually get a title
1: no so the just come out is it trans trans
2: trans, trans, trans yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's amazing like you know two minutes of comedy gold right there Yeah, and it's just like Joey's uh, imaginary friend
0: as a child being a space cowboy He's just like, what, no.
1: what even is a space cowboy but yeah. No, no, definitely. Like I said, say space cowboy. Like, yep, that's Jerry. Like, you know, he's he's a little bit special and dumb, but that's fine. Just, I was really into
0: the concept. Like, what does a space
1: cowboy herd? No, there there was there in the in the eighties. There was a program called Lone Star Kids TV show, which was a cowboy in space. Right? Oh, okay. It's it's quite good. Did he have a horse? he, He had a horse, but he had. I forget like the phrasing of it, but he's like you know the power of the bear, and then like this bear icon would appear behind him, and he would suddenly have like this strength and stuff. Was well, a cowboy got bear powers? I don't know. <laughs> uh, because because he was also I believe was Native Indian as well. I okay, know. I guess that vaguely makes more sense. than yeah, a little bit of yeah. to. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I, like but Space Cowboy, I kind of think of you know like Toy Story. You know, you think of Buzz Lightyear. And you're like he's a space ranger. Like a Space Cowboy, like, yeah, I think there's you know, there, there's definitely that film the, the uh, cowboys versus aliens like I think sci-fi and cowboys is kind of like juxtaposition of like, you know, the oldie timey cowboys and then the future, so yeah, Space Cowboy I think works quite nicely i have to look into this cartoon, I'm intrigued now Brave, Brave Star's quite, quite interesting, go and look it up
0: All right. uh, but yeah, there's just a phenomenal scene and as we heard the girls have lost their apartment and the boys are going to move in
1: yeah just the the cheer and everything you can tell the audience love this in the in the show um the the way it's like kind of because it started out with you know we'll we'll just have like a bet fine, they won the bet, all right, well, let's do a hundred dollars, then oh no, let's do three hundred dollars oh, that's too spicy well, why don't we get rid of the you know, the duck and the rooster? Yeah. the thing I hate that was like seeded at the start of the episode as like something that you wasn't even thinking about It's just like oh the the bird's annoying. And now it's like a major plot point. Yep. And it's escalated into. And I think that's the. What makes it great is the escalation. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's exciting in a TV show to see something change, like a meaningful yeah. change. Like a lot of the times, yeah, you know, partners and relationships come and go. But for the most part, everything's, you know, nothing changes. People don't move house or really that much. Whereas this is a huge change. They'll be potentially swapping apartments.
1: Yes. Like, spoiler for future episodes, but they do change back. I. I'm always disappointed by that. I feel like it happens too quickly. Yeah, me too. They, they, they only move over for, I think it's like two episodes total. I'm like, no, like, and the way they move back, I don't really like, I'm like, could you like just kept the apartments just for a few more episodes longer? I think that would have really cemented it and made yeah. it more, more fun. Cause you're right. Like changing the apartments does create these interesting dynamics. And you know, we'll see in later episodes, like Monica having to clean the apartment and stuff like that. Like yeah,
0: she wants to be hostess. Yes. Um, yeah, I just find it. Really, I mean, I remember watching the episode the first time and not and thinking they wouldn't actually do it that the the girls would find a way out of it or whatever. Um, because why would you change it? Why would you redress you would the go, sets? Why would, it's so much work from a production standpoint
1: that I just yeah. But, I, e- but even from their lives, they'll just go, "No, we're not honoring the bet." Like, what are you going to do? Move all our stuff out? Like, it's not going to happen, is it? We're we're here all the time. Yeah, but a bet's a bet. It is, but I kind of see Rachel just being like, "No," and Monica definitely be like, "No, you're not touching anything. Nothing's moving." I think Monica's competitive enough to honor the bet no
0: matter what, even if she hated it, because it's still competition and she did lose, so yep. I feel like her competitive spirit would make her honor the bet. But yeah, Rachel, I could easily see her like handcuffing herself to a radio and just being like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Your apartment's gross. Well,
1: because as we see like coming up, like the, the boys start moving the foosball table into the girl's apartment, but I don't think the girls like are fully on board at moving out yet.
0: No, that's like, hesitant, I guess. Yeah, but the boys are moving their football table into the girls' apartment. Uh, and Joey calls Monica's room. Chandler objects, Mark. But Joey, you follow the standard shotgun rules?
1: Yes. We've got a friend who's like that who doesn't understand shotgun. Yep, And I, d- I, d- I don't know if this is like a generational thing, but yeah, like if you call shotgun, like typically it refers to you're going to be in the, the front seat in the passenger side. Yep. Uh But no, you can call shotgun on anything.
0: Yeah, I had a friend growing up and uh, we would call shotgun on anything. Like the last biscuit, because yes. we would just beat each other up until like we'd wrestling holds and like choking or whatever, until someone won and gave in and then that person would get it. So we just went, is this tiring? Just, just use the shotgun rule for everything. Yeah. So it would literally be, oh, there's one, there's one dairy milk left. Shotgun.
1: Oh, you got it. There, there is another word people use, but I it, it's not in my mind at the moment, but, you know, it is called different things at different places.
0: Yeah. A shotgun is a very American thing. N- naturally, it's a gun. Yeah. As a kid, we used say bagsy. Bagsy, yeah. Baxi. Yeah, that'll be yours. But still. Phoebes uh, gets back to Phoebes. There's only one Phoebes. uh, Gets back to Monica's. Uh, She's implanted, um, but she's also freaked out that the odds are so low and they only have the one shot. Uh, And then Phoebe says, my joke of the episode, uh, which is the line. They are like literally putting all of their eggs in my basket. My joke.
2: My joke.
0: Which I love. Like Of all the, extra, the other hilarious moments in this episode, that, I just think it's so clever. Like, the the, the play on the phrase, the, the the context, they are literally eggs in her. Like it, it just, <laughs> yeah. as, From like a writing standpoint, that joke is just like, Mwah, chef's kiss. I love it. Um, but Phoebe decides to go do a pregnancy test. Um, Joe is impressed that you can tell that fast. He's like, well, you can tell. Um, and the doctor said it would take a couple of days. But Phoebe reminds us all, that her body's always been a little faster than Western medicine.
1: I mean, yeah, you're you, you were excited. It's a new exciting thing. But yeah, it's not going not gonna to happen that quickly.
0: I mean, I'm with Thebes. Maybe her body is faster than Western medicine. You
1: never know. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Rachel now comes out of her room and spots the foosball table. Um, and she can't believe the guys actually think they're moving in. It was just a game. Um, but as Joey reminds her, a bet's a bet. You played the bet, you lose the bet, you lose the bet. Like, simple. Yeah. Just how it works. Um, Monica says they have to move out as if they'd won. They'd have actually made the boys get rid of the birds. And Rachel denies it. Um, but, you know.
1: I f- no, I, I think Rachel definitely would have. she be on it every day. Like, we won the bet, you get rid of the birds. Oh, yeah, definitely. We won, we won. Like, we won.
0: Even when she denies it, you can tell she's lying to yeah, herself. Yeah, <laughs> she, she is. Um, but Monica
1: reminds her that it's all Rachel's fault Ah, uh, is it? I mean, it's, it's tough, right? Because Rachel did not know the question, but neither did Monica.
0: I mean, well, she got the TV guide question wrong, uh, which they should have known, as they steal it every week, Yes, as you mentioned earlier. So I suppose it's like if Rachel hadn't put it and answered, it potentially wouldn't have gone to the tiebreaker. So they, that's why they've got to move out. So yeah, indeed, you could say it's Rachel's fault.
1: But. It, it, it almost feels like blaming the, the penalty kicker for losing the whole match. And it's like, no, there's, there's more to it. Yeah, it's a there. team
0: effort. You, you win together, you lose together. Um, Phoebe's comes out of the bathroom now. Uh, she's not knocked up yet. Uh, she lies on the chair upside down with her legs in the air to let gravity help. I don't think Phoebe understands what's going on.
1: Not at this point, no. Um, we, I, assume, I assume it can help before this. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, but, but, but after it's implanted... Um,
0: if you're trying to get pregnant naturally, you know, you want... Yeah. Fluids to get to, you know, play, stay and play. Yeah, the probably would help. But at this point, we're, we're way beyond that, Pheebs. Yes. So they're in there. You're, they're in your indometrial layer. It's thick enough. have planted them in. It sounds weird to you. Yeah, you're making it sound grosser than it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Roach is still standing firm are not moving out, Mark, and uh, demands that Monica fixes it. Uh, Monica leaves to see what she can work out with the boys. She comes back a few moments later. She's now lost their mattresses.
1: Yeah, I think Monica is the, the worst type of gambler where she thinks she can win her way back. And we see this with the, the stock market as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, I just need, need a bit more to get back on the on the train, you know, back on the horse. Uh, and I think the boys can definitely, like, take that to their, to their advantage. Why you'd want Monica's mattress, though, I don't know. Well, I don't know. What did the boys bet? Yeah, I'd, yeah, it'd be fun to, like, hear, like, you know, knowing Monica, it probably wasn't even that big. It probably would be, you know, uh, you know, stones and paper, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, it'd probably be that sort of simple game because Monica would be like, I just need something quick and easy that I can win. Because like, what did the boys put on the line? Like, if
0: Monica risked their mattresses, the boys aren't going to bet the apartment for mattresses, no, are they? So no. They're like, well, what, what
1: was no, the... No, we, see, we the say answer? that in a, later on, don't we? It's like, well, we'd never bet, bet this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it's too nice. <laughs> um,
0: now, Mark, is an episode of Friends ever truly complete without a Phoebe song? No. Uh oh, well, luckily we get the beginning of one in this episode.
2: Are you in there, little fetus? In nine months, will you come greet us? <laughs> I will buy you some Adidas. <laughs> hi. Okay. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. hi, Phoebe. Um, we were just at the drugstore, um, so we got you a little present. Oh, whoa. Um... It's a lollipop and uh, a home pregnancy test. <laughs> hey, don't mix those up. You could really ruin that lollipop. Yeah. So, um, you feel like taking a test? There's only one question. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right, I will. No, I will. But, um, you know, just remember that it's still really early, okay? So if it says that I'm not pregnant, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna get pregnant, okay? And, and just please... Just so I don't go completely nuts, just try not to put all your hopes on this, okay? Okay. Okay. Great. You know what? You are mean boys who are just being mean. Hey, don't get mad at us. No one forced you to raise the stakes. That is not true. She did. She forced me. Hey, we'd still be living here if you hadn't gotten the question wrong. That was a stupid, unfair question. Don't blame the questions. <laughs> Would you all stop yelling in our apartment? You are ruining moving day for us. Will you stop calling it your apartment? But it is our no, apartment. No it's not it are made me are living here. Guys, you guys, you're gonna have a baby. They're gonna have a baby. My sister's gonna help my baby.
1: There's a lot to break down in that clip. Yep. Uh yeah, so yeah, you don't wanna pee on a lollipop. Nope. (laughs) That'd be a bad time. (laughs) Uh it it makes you think of the a later episode where um Chandler uses up all Monica's fertility sticks because he wanted to pee on the TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> men do stupid things. Yeah, men are dumb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you pee on it and there was some weird hormonal imbalance and it was like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, I you know, of all Phoebe's songs, the start of this one, very good. Yeah, it's great. Like, the rhyme scheme works, the lyrics are good. We only get like, what, two chords and a few lines into it, but there's some potential there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the way it, it goes through with, you know, Rachel trying to to come out of the bet, the blame game going on. Everyone gets blamed. Even Ross gets blamed, Yeah, unfortunately. Like, <laughs> Ross did a
0: good job. He I did think. a great job. Yeah, like, I was, you know, you would expect him to be, like, winging this, but he's got a board and categories and lightning round. Like, Ross went in. Ross definitely has too much time on his hands.
1: I mean, how does Ross know? Ross must know the most out of any friend then.
0: Yeah, Ross would definitely win overall. Because he wrote the questions.
1: But I guess, you know, we we don't have Phoebe involved in this. So, yeah, he knows Chandler well. Like, they were roommates. So, yeah, he knows lots about Chandler. Yep. He knows lots about his sister, Monica. Definitely knows lots about Rachel because they dated. Joey, I feel like he would know the least amount of. but And then Phoebe, like, yeah, I feel there's lots of stuff he probably wouldn't have had to say about her.
0: Yeah, if Phoebe wrote questions about herself, I imagine most of the gang would be, like, getting very low scores.
1: Yes. Um... But I love the way like it just escalates and then Charlie gets upset, but you are ruining moving day.
0: One <laughs> yeah. of uh, my friends at work is the biggest friend in the world I've ever met. Um, and he loves saying that line as often as he can. For, really? Yeah, like, any contact you can find, he loves saying it. Um, and then obviously you get a Frank Junior's
1: My sister's having my baby's line at the end. Yeah, which... they, they basically just cut in there of like, look, they're arguing, they're squabbling, let's just cut it with this and then the crowd cheers. Yeah, the happy news. Yeah, um, yeah I mean it's a great episode, um,
0: and much like I guess, us recording the, the podcast today, it's very quick. Um, the episode starts and doesn't really, even when they do cut away to Phoebe and, you know, the insemination and stuff, it's breakneck speed all the way through. Yeah, because
1: um, I'm looking at the time now, we're like 45 minutes in and normally if we're at this point in time, this has not been a good episode or much to talk about or many clips or many laughs. Or lots of tangents. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, like you say... The the Phoebe stuff is quite short, but then the apartment stuff takes up you know most of the the show. It feels like, and yet we've just whizzed through it. Yeah, I, I and it probably is because there isn't too much for us to talk about. Because you're like, yeah, they're doing the quiz, and that's exciting and fun. And what else is there to say about that?
0: Yeah, it's just a joyous episode. Like it's it's definitely one in the people's top top five lists. I would imagine, if not top. Um,
1: yeah, as we. Go through season four. I think we've said this quite a lot now. I was like, this is a really good episode. It's definitely in the top five, top ten. Like <laughs> yeah, we've got the, fifty <laughs> episodes in our top five. <laughs> yeah. Just from season four alone. Um I think at some point we should sit down and be like, you know, what are just really good episodes to watch? And this one would, would definitely be in there because it is just fun. I think even if you wasn't a friends fan, I think you would just enjoy the the quiz episode part. Yeah. Um just the, the way it plays off, like, yes, you don't know the characters or anything, but you, even if you're a fan, you're learning so much new information about them that it's just fascinating.
0: Yeah, like, obviously, we don't really know any of the information we learn in the quiz until we get to the quiz, so it's all new for, you know, you could have watched every previous episode of Friends ten times. Yeah, None of the information in that quiz would have come up. Yep. Like, do we know Monica was called Big Fat Goalie? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> such a mean nickname. Yeah, Probably made a quite a good goalie, though, to be fair.
1: Yeah, it makes me think of like the Mighty Ducks where they get the, the fat kid because they're like, Yeah, you, you need yep, the steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Great movies. Not great for hockey realism. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, it, I just think it, it, the episode is paced really well in the sense that it doesn't stop. At uh, no point are you bored. There's no point you're going, Oh, can we get back to this scene now? And then even the clips, like one of those clips was nearly two minutes long. Yes. And. It, no one cares because you're just listening to he's a transposter and you're yeah. just like,
1: yay. I, I think you could ask any Friends fan and they would be like, yeah, I could have done with another episode of just quiz questions. Yep. And and obviously they do that in the reunion because that, that was like a, a key moment, I guess, for, for everyone. But yeah, I, I would love to have heard you know more of the quiz stuff and or even just like a side episode, which wasn't actually an episode, just like a, a DVD extra or something where they're just like, no, we're just doing half an hour of quiz stuff.
0: I think it's nice because it's such a giant event in, in the, the canon, I guess, of the quiz and the trading apartments. Yeah. But there's no negative emotion attached to it. You don't feel bad for anyone. Like it's you wouldn't in real life. You'd be like, I'm not swapping my apartment. But because it's so low stakes in terms of the actual overarching ten season plot. Like, I take the Rachel, it's like, <gasps> and shocking, and, you know, you feel bad for Ross, and there's all the Emily drama, and we're on a break again, Is really laden with, like, emotions of all different kinds, but mostly, like, oh, my God, this is upsetting. Whereas this is a massive change, both in terms of Phoebe now being pregnant and the apartment swap, but there's only joy around it. There's no negativity. So I think we remember it so positively because it is so much fun. There's the, you're not like, oh, I was really sad when this happened because it's just fun.
1: I, I have to wonder, maybe one of our listeners can help, if this was like a mid-season break episode, because it does feel like an end point of a season, or even like the the midpoint of like the the actual TV show of Friends, like the think about this just feels like it's in the middle.
0: I get that, like, and, yeah, like, and next time in like, yeah.
1: you know six weeks, the yeah. boys
0: will be in this apartment, probably, and
1: yeah. So I I do wonder if they're like this was a mid-season break, which American TV does, but British TV doesn't, doesn't. do. And certainly now you're watching it on DVD or Netflix or whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, I did clip off a little
0: bit at the end, I guess, of the episode where you see the girls in the boys' apartment or what is now their apartment. Yeah, um, where they open a drawer and there's something in it, and they scream and freak out and like slam the drawer shut, and, like if we never open it, maybe it will die. But there was enough clips in this episode.
1: It, it, yeah, the later episodes that feature them in the new apartment. Uh, Definitely make the boys seem to be really gross of just like, there's just things living there. They're just like, yeah, and? And that's men. Yeah, yeah. you got cockroaches over there. Yeah, that's my my friends, you know?
0: It's like, there's that meme of like a, a chair, a TV, and like a console. Yes. And it's like, men can really live like this. And as opposed to it's like, women are just jealous how simple we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, men don't really, you know, care. Want, want much. It's just like, but-
1: I I do have issues with the, the future episodes coming up, because I'm like, what do I call this now? I'm, and I'm like, it's Monica's new apartment. I can't say it's Monica's apartment, because the boys are living there. And I can't and I don't want to say, you know, Monica has moved into the boys' apartment. That's two words. I'm like, the Monica's new apartment, the boys' new apartment. The small apartment, big apartment. Yeah, that, that's probably a better one. Yeah, I'd probably go with that.
0: Um, although, I'm not going to lie, at the end of the episode, when they, the girls are screaming, we're like, I can't believe we live here and complaining. Uh, Joey is in Monica's room that is now his room because he shotgunned it um, and he screams and he runs out except he's not screaming out of panic he's screaming like can you see the closets in there like he's mm. really <laughs> excited I really like how the boys have got the apartment laid out they've got like the long sofa in front of the window with a little coffee table and these next to the duck yep. and they've got the two lazy boy chairs where the sofa originally was and they get on it and do like the oh, like pull the chairs back thing and I'm like well, wow, the apartment looks a million times better with the boys running it.
1: You think so? Yeah. I I feel like it doesn't work for me. Uh, the The girls' stuff in the boys' apartment doesn't work, and we've discussed this um, like in other times of like what they they how they do the set dressing and stuff like that. I think like the the purple walls and stuff need all Monica's stuff around it, and like the boys' stuff doesn't fit in. And you know they have the foosball table there, and yeah, I I don't know. There's something about the apartment layer that doesn't work the same way as it does in the boys for me.
0: I think maybe for me, it's mainly the sofa. I got really excited about where the sofa was. Yeah. Because I was like, I could have a cup of tea on the coffee table and then lie down on the sofa with a book while it rains outside on the window. And-
1: yeah, Monica doesn't really make much use of that window kind of seating area. It's like no. a storage area. Um, but yeah, we, we see that their apartments are going to change over the episodes as more stuff kind of comes out of boxes and gets moved around. This must be exciting for Joe, though, because obviously Charna probably has the big room their apartment now he's got the small one yeah but yeah i i really love how all this changes the dynamic for the group
0: yeah i always find it interesting in dynamics of like room sizes how much you don't care like in a house if it's my place and i don't live with anyone i will happily have my bedroom be the smallest room yeah. because i'm just sleeping in it whereas when you, you know you have a roommate or a flatmate suddenly it's like oh, i want the big room yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you spend way more time in there than you normally do yep but no i i like the i prefer the boys layout um, but I do feel bad for the girls that they've got. A, I feel like the boys should have cleaned the apartment before they swapped.
1: They should have done, yes, because that drawer. I'm just imagining it's some kind of like, you know, fantasy spider thing, like something really hairy, really furry. Don't know even what it is. Like it's just living in there. Yeah,
0: boys are lazy
1: and lame. It's
0: yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember, myself, I thought like I'd be carrying my dinner from you know the oven to the thing, and like a sausage would fall off the plate, and I'd be like, "You're definitely a
1: Joey," just like pick it up
0: <laughs> well but I eat that. I'll i yeah. do that after I've eaten and move it and the sausage would have sit there for 10 minutes while I eat and then oh, I'll really? it in. yeah but it's like but I Joey and Chandler being more, I imagine Joey's a lot grosser than Chandler for some reason yes I don't know why I think that I, I just, mean he has done lots of gross things You know, and eats pasta off the floor
1: yeah and he leaves things in the fridge and stuff like that like Chandler you can definitely tell would be the cleaner smarter one probably because he's like you know if women come over I need to impress them by being clean whereas Joey's like I don't care like they're only going to see the bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he would say. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't need to see in here.
0: Nope, there's the walkthrough and they go for out again.
1: And, uh, you know, in, in the next episode, uh, Joey, we learn, doesn't flush the, uh, the toilet and we know he's, Joey's dirty. Joey's dirty, yep. yeah. Yeah, so...
0: These, this bet and the consequences do lead to one of my favourite shots in Order Friends though, which we'll probably get more into when it happens. But it's when Monica's got like the sand, the floor buffer, like the floor cleaner and she's just doing it while it's it spins around. around yeah. like, <laughs> what makes me chuckle. Um, but yeah, you'll have to join us in the later weeks to get to those. Um, that's it for today.
1: Where else can they join us, Ryan?
0: You can join us on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash watching friends. Although like we mentioned earlier, uh, we're going through Joey. There's also lots more exclusive episodes and uh, terms of who should have coupled with whom. Um and yeah,
1: I'm not gonna spoil too much of it. You can go subscribe I, and find out. I wanna do an episode very soon talking about Friends Fest. And just probably showing you some pictures that we'll then describe and, and show you what actually went on there. Because you've never been to one. I haven't no. Whereas I've been to two. Been to a Christmas version and normal version. Oh, okay. They, they are different. Is one just Christmassy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, you know, that's a great way to re- resell it. You know, you go, come to the Christmas one, because it's not the same one as last time, even though it mostly sort of is. Do they have a holiday armadillo? I, no. What? No, but they, they do have other things there. I, I would refuse to go without a we're, we're, armadillo. We'll, we'll get into it at the time. And Superman yeah <laughs> for them, they, they, they do have the vhs of uh buffet the vampire layer there though nice <laughs>
2: that's
0: pretty cool uh, yeah actually you can always find us on the social medias as well where are they mark
1: at watch friends pod on facebook and twitter do
0: you like how i avoided having to remember them by getting yes yes yes, <laughs> yes 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 sly
1: um where, where else can they find us, Ryan?
0: Uh, as always, you can find me at gamehype.co.uk I'm doing lots of gaming reviews and
1: shenanigans. And you can find me at fuzzballs.co where I draw lots of cute animal stuff and have merch. Um, we should also mention that uh, if you want to sponsor one of our episodes, you can do that. You can write to us at contact@watchingfriends.com. We reach quite a wide listener base now. Um, got a lot more Americans listening to us, which is nice. See from the stats. I like going through and seeing what random weird countries that we, we appear in and going, Oh, we're we're really popular in Saudi Arabia for some reason. Like not a country I would have thought would be a big friends watchership. Maybe people are travelling and listening. There's probably a lot of expats over there. Yeah, or maybe the Saudis just like us. Yeah. Um but yeah, so you can you can sponsor sponsor an episode, you know. Send us send us a message, tell us uh you know, what your business is that you want to sponsor and we will tell you our rates. Yes,
0: and please write your ad copy well. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's
1: got a big issue with that
0: uh, I've had to read adverts in the past that were tongue-twisting, nonsensical <laughs> rants and it was very annoying That's why I offered to rewrite them for free and it was like, no, read what we sent you yeah, was So, so you, will he, re- you will receive notes on your advert if or, I, or you can ask
1: yeah. Ryan to write it for you Ryan will do a great job yeah. he, he won't forget any of the bullet points No, I won't forget any of them Because they'll be written down <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be written down We'll just, you know, we'll make it better There you go uh, yeah. Okay.
0: that, <laughs> advertising executive. Bam. Just promote myself.
1: Is, is that is that your tagline? We'll make it better. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it better. Yeah. <laughs> Watching friends. Will make we'll better. make it.
0: better. We'll make it better. It will. I mean, I'm sure we make some people's days better. You know, yeah. having a tough day at work or days not going well or you're on a break apparently. And you know what? I'm mean, gonna listen to Ryan I, and
1: Mark. I was wondering if she was gonna segue into the song then for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely did not want to hear me sing. That would not make anything no. better. Well, yeah, thank you very much for listening towards the end, especially this bit of the podcast, because it feels like we talk to ourselves sometimes at this point. So, Yeah, it's going we
0: like it when you guys get involved and chat to us and send us messages and comments and reviews and things, because it reminds us that, you know, you are out there, and it's not just us talking to each other.
1: You know, tell us how attractive we are, because we have Joey insecurities at times. We feel unattractive and unthreatening, which is a reference to our Patreon episode.
0: It is. You should uh, check that out, and then you can tell us we're pretty and see if we believe you. (laughs) Or, guess what we look like?
1: That would be fun. Well, everyone knows all the details about you. We've, we've had you describe to us immaculately. You keep
0: telling me I look like some kind of homeless criminal <laughs>
1: person. <laughs> so I'm always like, going to be like a goblin.
0: You know, like Jumanji when Robin Williams gets out of Jumanji. That's how you make me sound on this podcast. It's like I'm running around going, Why do you ever sit? Why do you ever sit? <laughs> I
1: mean, honestly, that's not too far from the
0: truth. I'm not wearing any banana leaves,
1: to be fair. No. Thank, thank God for that. Yep. Got clothes on. I forgot. Look, I had barely, it. barely covered the midriff, but there we go. <laughs> it's hot girls of a mug, can't So it's a goodbye from me. It's goodbye for me as well.